Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. Hi, and welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. I'm Lisa here with Dr. Frank Anderson. How are you doing, Dr. Frank Anderson? I am sitting with my relaxed mind tea. That oh, that sounds my awesome. Good friend sent me from Los Angeles. My good friend who's a listener, and she sent me a box of Relax Mind Tea, and I'm just enjoying the heck out of it. Wow, it sounds amazing. How how, how nice is that? Remotes tranquility. And it's uh, it's yogi tea. Not that we have any sponsors. <laughs> I was gonna say brought <laughs> But, you know, for anyone out there who wants to sponsor us, uh, contact Lisa. Yeah, please do it. Exploringawareness at gmail.com. That is our email address. And I know that because we've been saying that for almost a year now. You know, we like to have present moment awareness and talk about this moment and be aware of what's happening right now. But we have a bit of a history. It's for one year ago, we really started having these conversations. One year ago, I showed up in your at your radio station to talk about our meditation group in Ann Arbor. And um, it was kind of funny. We were supposed to have a group there and it just ended up being me. And we had a great conversation on your radio show talking about our meditation group. It was really fun. And then afterwards, we were sitting in your conference room. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the studio. It doubles as the conference room. <laughs> public radio. It yeah. This is the lunch room and the conference room and the studio. Yeah, everything. We were there talking and I remember you had lots of questions for me even after the after the interview. I'll tell you you want to know, remember what my favorite part was? What? All right, so I'm I work at a radio station. I do interviews of all sorts of people all the time, which is one of the reasons why I love it so much. I interview government officials and I interview politicians and doctors and mindfulness people in the community. And in the middle of my new studio, you go, do you want to meditate? <laughs> and I thought, yes, I have, I have, who meditates in a new studio? And I was like, totally open to it. I'm like, yeah, let's record it. I went into the other room so I could record you leading a meditation. And we included that as part of the interview. And I thought that was like one of the coolest things I ever did. I got to meditate on the job. And it, you know, that started a year of meditations in a podcast now. Well, I remember we were talking and kind of like we talk on the podcast and we kind of got to a point where it's like well to really understand what we're talking about let's meditate and so we did that experiential and you and i just did it together and then you said can we do that again and record it you know and right. so we did that so i thought that was really great and then on the way out the door i looked at you and i said we should start a podcast right and you're like well just get back to me and we'll we'll see and like I'm, everybody else who says they want to start a podcast with me like uh-huh. <laughs> okay yeah However, right but i did i contacted yes. you back and uh, that was in the uh november right so the beginning of the very harsh winter of michigan and i remember going over to the studios um over where you work and it was cold and snowy and 
dark, and but we just trudged through. And then, of course, we got through a few episodes until the mm. world entered a pandemic. Yep. And now we Zoom record. And now we Zoom record. I miss that little studio over there. Yeah. That was me. I, I, I try not to think about the things that I miss. But I have a, I have a big question for you. Do you think, do you feel like you're the same person you were a year ago? Uh, no. Every day is a new day. <laughs> uh, am I the same person that I was a year ago? Well, you know, I would say before starting this podcast, I was pretty private and personal about my practice. And although I led guided meditations uh, around town, it wasn't something that I necessarily talked about. If someone asked for sure, I would talk to them about it. But this podcast has given me the opportunity to articulate some of the things that I've been working on for years. So I really feel like kind of finding my voice and talking about these type of things, while at the same time, you know, when you talk about it, it reinforces it for yourself as well. So it's it's really been a, a fantastic journey. And mm. I think you know, and the listeners may know that I'm in that mindfulness meditation teacher training program with Jack Cornfield and Tara Brock. And a lot of the mindfulness techniques that we talk about in this podcast are things that I've always known about, but that program has, you know, kind of codified it and 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 made it into a curriculum and made it into lesson plans and things like that. And so that has been very, very, very helpful to, to bring a lot of that together. And so for me, it's been a big year of growth and consolidation and, and integration. And then, you know, to be able to uh, be with you and answer all your questions... <laughs> It's, I surprise myself sometimes I listen mm. to the recording. I'm like, oh, wow, that was a good answer. But I don't really necessarily remember it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the special part, don't you think? Yeah. That's like you get into the zone and we have these conversations and, and we record them and then I edit them. So I get to hear them again as well. And it's just all kind of amazing how it all fits together you know we don't like script it out we will chat in advance about what we want to talk about maybe or we pick a direction but it's not like it's scripted and it all kind of just flows and it's been an honor for for me to be part of it and and i ask you that if you feel like you're the same person because I feel like you got the easy part of this because I can guarantee I don't even recognize myself from a year ago. It's been quite a journey for me, all the things that I've learned. And I feel like I've really put myself out there asking questions of you, even though some people who may know the answers and are listening probably think, why is she asking him that again? But because, and I hear from listeners that they, they, appreciate that because it's not easy answering these questions and exploring awareness and learning to meditate are all things that I think are so beneficial for one's well-being but they're they're not necessarily easy were they easy for you when you learned them no no it's never been easy there are so many ways to learn these things 
our approach has evolved mm. into this conversational style. So people can learn in lots of different dimensions, right? I mean, they can learn from from things we say, uh, but they can also learn from from the the questions that you have because in a lot of the sessions and ways that I learned that I didn't have access to like stop someone and say, wait a minute, what are you talking about? You know, they kind of right. talks. And if people have questions, they're usually questions in a large group or kind of maybe in a more formal setting. You have to raise your hand and get it recognized, right? Right, right, exactly. Although I've been to a couple of retreats with Adyashante, and he will actually, you, you go up to the microphone and you have a dialogue with him, and he'll answer a lot of questions as well. But you know, to have it in a podcast, it isn't just a, a lecture, you know, it's, it's questions. And I get feedback from people all the time that they really like the questions that you ask because it's the same questions that they would have. When I first learned to meditate, I, w I was actually in Thailand. Remember I told you about the um, that the backpackers retreat. It wasn't at anything fancy at all. It was actually $4 a day. Um, and we were, we were backpacking through at the Suan Mok. So if anyone is going to go to Thailand, they have those retreats. They start on the first day of the month, every month. You could email me for more if you have any questions. But that was just sitting for hours and hours a day. There was very little chance to, to answer questions, which is, which is okay too, right? And then when I was in a, in a Zen temple, you know, there, there, you could ask questions um, occasionally as well, but it was, you know, a more formal setting. And so the fact that we can kind of provide this kind of setting, I think it's another way for people to, to learn these things. Well, asking questions is my occupation and asking questions is pretty much my personality, I would say as well, because I always think there's learning to be had and lessons to be learned and it all ties in together. But one thing is I love is synchronicity and the, and the words that we have said in this process and even the name of this podcast, Exploring Awareness, we talked that over a lot because you really wanted to call this podcast Exploring Awareness and I didn't know what that meant. I like the word exploring and I like to be adventurous. So I thought that was good. But what is this awareness? And now since then, since a year ago, since we started talking about this, I hear awareness all the time. Everyone mentions awareness, but <laughs> not until you like really get into it and talk about it and dissect it and go behind it and dance around in front of it. You, for me at least, really realize what we're talking about when we're talking about awareness and then how beneficial it is. It sounds kind of simple or, or abstract. I'm not sure. If those are right. We were talking to different people about what the title would be. And, uh, and it, it isn't so intuitive, is it? Uh, no. Yeah, you, that's a great way to put it. Other, other things that, that may be, you know, on the surface more straightforward. But I, I wanted the title to be, it's not a question, but it's an invitation. Invitation to to go a little bit deeper. So it isn't intuitive when you first see it. So it, it actually becomes the question, you know, it becomes the, the, the journey, this exploring awareness. And 
you know, this is not the Frank and Lisa podcast. It's the exploring awareness because what we're really doing is it's about the awareness. It's not about in any particular individual. So where did you first encounter awareness? How did your curiosity to dive deep into awareness, where did that come from? Well, I'll tell you, when I first learned meditation in Thailand, they called it insight meditation. Okay. And uh, there's like a Buddhist word called vipassana that some people might hear, but it's, but it's insight. It's gaining insight. And so I don't remember them using the word awareness there. And then I spent time at a Zen temple, and, and their form of meditation is concentration meditation. So it was always, you know, you just put a, a thought, or at first they start you out counting, and then they put a word. You, you actually train your mind to focus on that particular word, and that's very different than insight meditation. But I was having these experiences in that meditation and I kind of did a lot of insight meditation the kind of meditation we do even during the Zen uh, practice um, they don't know what you're doing when your eyes are closed <laughs> yeah so I was having experiences during meditation that I didn't really have any words to put to it, it was this sense of being I saw on Facebook a couple of Adyashante quotes and I'm like, ooh, now that, that's the words that are describing what I'm experiencing. And I had just never seen that put into words like that. And so I started reading Adyashante, and he uses the word awareness a lot. A lot. Hmm. And then once I understood more what deep awareness was, then I start hearing other people using it all the time, too. And But sometimes it's mentioned as um in the side or it's gone it, it, it's not it's not explained completely right so you'll you'll hear about awareness but unless you have a sense for what they're talking about you might miss it have you had that experience you, you said you've had that experience too okay. well i want to go back so you would meditate and you would have this experience and the only way not the only way but a way you found to describe that was awareness right Right. I had this experience that I was observing myself. You know, I, there was a part of me that knew what was going on. Here's one example. In the Zen tradition, and, you know, I was studying to be a teacher over there. And one of the things we had to do was 108 prostrations, which is like a, almost like a jumping jack. <laughs> 108? Every morning. In a row? Yeah. Like Every a physical morning. exercise. That was like your physical exercise. I think it's, you know, it's your physical exercise, but it's also what they would call a kind of body meditation practice. Okay. But, you know, I think it fits into physical exercise as well. And you have to count or else you'd be doing it all morning. So you got you to gotta count to 108. And there was a time when I was like, watched myself counting like my body was moving and my mind was counting and then I was like aware of it all it just happened it was just an experience I didn't put a words to it do you know what I mean yeah and then you know I also had meditation experiences where I was 
it was it was kind of weird because it's like well i feel like i was outside of my body right and then people when they meditate they get these some things can happen like that and if you don't know what it is it can be kind of scary and so when i read about awareness then it all clicked it's like ah oh, this is what's going on and to me that as the more i heard about awareness and the more i heard about awakening the more that you know i realized that a lot of ways that we teach meditation don't actually include that part you know they're always including the beginning parts so okay be aware of your breath and and you do that for 10 years you know and um or we've talked about mindfulness-based stress reduction before which i think is a very useful program for a, a particular thing but as we have clearly indicated over the last year and i'm sure how you've you've experienced this that mindfulness you know does connect to a place that it's not stressed but it doesn't mean that there's a lot there's not a lot of stress going on in your life and sometimes with awareness you become even more aware of things that you were unconscious of before which actually can create some painful realizations you know stressful realizations that have to be worked through you know and that's why some people do they when they're in meditation and they start to like realize well geez some of the things that are giving me problems are, are based on my childhood and some people need to see a therapist or you know get some help working through some of those things so we know that you know these practices aren't only for stress reduction if you want to take them further along so my approach has always been let's just lay out the whole thing at the beginning and then people you know at least have a, a way to work toward it that there, it's not just about being aware of your breath <laughs> there's actually a potential here for something a lot deeper and to understand awareness to wake up to your truth there's an opportunity here and we've talked about you know another way and having some faith that that's possible and if you have faith because you're hearing someone else has done that that might be enough faith and it's not just one person it's lots of people and and so you know i didn't want to have the introduction to mindfulness podcast i didn't want to have the be relaxed and be happy podcast i wanted to take what i had learned and um, make it approachable to people make it available to people and not not hold anything back that's just the the the, the techniques and, and methods that that i wanted to use and i had a friend who has an exploring astrology podcast and i always thought that was a interesting term so i kind of he, he changed the name of his podcast anyways but i thought exploring so i had had that idea exploring in his podcast and the exploring awareness just seemed exactly what i was doing in my own personal life and again through the podcast found some voice and i think we've developed that concept mm. a lot over the last year so we can you know use that term 
exploring awareness techniques as we use that word to kind of describe what we're doing here? Well, we have certainly explored, I have certainly explored and learned a lot. And I have so many things to say about what you just said, but I wanted you to get it all out. But one of them is talking about meditation and how some uncomfortable things come up. And I try to apply the awareness technique to that, which prompts me to ask the question, what do you do with that stuff when it comes up? when you're meditating and you are exploring and all of a sudden maybe some emotions or uncomfortable thoughts come up. Let me address that. But, but before we do that, I want to also, before we get to the, to the uncomfortable part, just to start with the comfortable part. Okay. Well, cause I have things to say along those lines too. Right. And, and we tend to focus on, on the uncomfortable parts. And, I, and I'm fine with that, but I just want to, before we do that, I just want to <laughs> say how these kind of practices can really make life rich and interesting and, and so enjoyable in each moment. It presents so much more than it did before. So that's, you know, that's, that's, that's one thing that happens. The other thing that happens is that's right, you become aware or become conscious of things that might have been holding you back. And uh, what do you do to them? Well, <laughs> the reason they're coming up is because you had been suppressing them, forgetting them, not wanting to deal with them, and now they're presenting themselves. And so one of the things we've talked about this year is the only way out is through. And uh, term that I use today with my students is yes and. So yes, that happened. Yes, this pain is there. Yes, this negative thing is happening. And I can transform them into presence through awareness. So we've talked about awareness of the breath, awareness of the body, awareness of thoughts, awareness of emotions. And so when then these things come up, they get brought up into the field of awareness. They are what they are. And then perhaps you do get a realization that these are things that happened in the past. Or if you're, you know, focused on the future, you, you see them for what they are. And in seeing them, then the process can occur for them to be healed and you can be your authentic self instead of the self that was hiding and repressing and reacting and things like that. Is the and the healing part? The and is the awareness part that leads to healing, yes. Mm. So it's yes to everything and uh Certainly, when we started the podcast, we, we said, called it, find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. And that is another way of saying yes and. Yes. Mm. Chaos and unlikeliness. Now, that was before the pandemic. And we thought things were chaotic then. But, uh, but we were wrong. And because things, even now, Lisa, we're... In this place where our well-being and peace are being so shaken by external circumstances. And you were just mentioning 
and I have mentioned this as well, the doom and gloom that we hear on through, through different types of broadcast media and things like that, and how that takes us out of the present moment. And, and how and it doesn't help. I'm, I'm I mean I'm a radio broadcaster. I do the news. I work for an NPR affiliate, and then I hear these stories and features and worst case scenarios. And I, I walk a very fine line because I want to be an objective journalist and I want to share the facts. But I ask myself, how it is this helping? anybody. We're about to enter winter here in the United States where we're broadcasting from in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And all we keep hearing over and over and over again is how we're about to enter the worst thing in history. This is going to be the worst time ever. And it's going to, and I, and I think, how does that help anything? So when you say yes, and I say, yes, it's, it's, people are dying. Yes, there's, there's this virus and yes, it's not good, but, and what can we do to make it better? I do that with a lot of the interviews that I have. I say, come and share your concerns. Let's talk about them, whatever social issue it is or economic issue or whatever the issue, let's talk about it. But can we at the end and talk about how we might make it better? I mean, I have that opportunity in my radio job and we have that opportunity here in this podcast. So I understand you not wanting to talk about the difficult thoughts that meditation can bring up. Let's talk about the and and how can we make it better? What can we focus on to to make it better for everybody? Right, right. And so that's where we, that's where the realizations come in. So right. so if it's a negative thought you have within or you have, you know, a, a negative influence coming from without it's like all of these things will take us out of the potential that we have to be in the present moment for the external things you hear what could happen in the future and here we are right now so people can say anything you hear things about elections you hear things about the infections you hear things this day one thing, the next day, another thing. And so you get pulled around all over the place. So the and part is, and I'm here in the present moment. And I'm fine. Or you might find yourself in the hospital. But you're still in the present moment. And that's your present moment. And then you're dealing with what's happening at the present moment. Living in the past living in the future are both ways that we suffer. There may be painful experiences in the present moment, but being aware of them, being aware of the pain is very different than, than suffering. And we've had a whole episode on, on pain and suffering. So the and is, and there's another way. There is another way. So you can listen to the dire predictions on the news and you can worry yourself to death and worry your neighbors and send texts and live in fear. And, you know, I think most people hopefully don't get so fearful from this kind of thing. I mean, we're almost numb to it because it's just, mm. you know, so common. But I want to invite everyone you know, at least to take an opportunity and and have some some bit of faith that there is another way. 
So the and is and you're here in the present moment unaffected by past or future. And I want to point out that that is like a, a simple concept that that is not a, a religion that is not a a belief tied to anything other than just having a truthful moment when you say yeah that? yeah it isn't right it's it is simple but it's not easy uh-huh when you say it it's simple and the other thing is and as we've gone over this year it really is how you enter it it's a great tool to return to your breath when you're having a difficult situation. Take a breath or take three breaths before you talk or count to six or count to 10. Just center yourself. But the other way is by doing a meditation practice every morning, you enter the day in a different way. You enter the day with a sense of presence that's gonna influence how your day goes about. There's two ways your days can start. You can start your day grounded or you start your day already kind of chaotic. And then these things just add up and add up and add up. And it does get harder to connect back to your core once you've had all these layers and layers and layers of chaos on top. Right? And so... Right. So you've been meditating this year. What's your experience? Well, you know what? I didn't want to start with the negatives that by any means, because I am now saying meditation is magical. And I wanted to ask you about, people aren't going to believe me, but this is, I would raise my right hand and tell you, this is the absolute truth. This morning I'm meditating and I'm like, I felt like I was watching myself meditate. I was like, like hover. And you just talked about that. I was like hovered <laughs> above myself, watching myself meditate. And I'm like, this is fun. It's like, I'm not a scary ride person at like a theme park, but it was fun. And is that what you were just talking about a few minutes ago? Yeah, that, I was. Yep. And that literally, honestly, raised my, where I can swear on whatever you want me to happen to me this morning. And I don't know. I didn't, I guess, you know, I don't say it out loud very often because not necessarily a lot of people are open to experiences like that, but you just said it. And I thought, he's what? I did, That just happened to me this morning. And now he's talking about it now. And I, I swear to you, honest on anything I can, that literally truly happened to me. And I didn't think much of it at the time, other than I was having, you know, I get these moments where they're pretty intense for me. And I was having... I'm processing a lot of things. And I was just having one of those moments this morning. And I thought, all right, present moment awareness. You know, we talk about that. I'm going to put it to use. I'm just going to try to be aware of this moment and, and connect to my core and connect to my calm and just try to meditate. The next thing I know, I'm like kind of watching myself meditating. And now you're mentioning it. And that just makes me happy that things like that happen. If, yeah, like there's a purpose in all of this. Well, right, and it, and it's an experience. You can't think that stuff up. No, no, not at all. And you know, it does bring up this concept of the watcher or the witness. So mm -hmm. you know, if you look into certain writings about about meditation, you might see the the watcher or the witness, the the part of you that sees what's going on, and there's a phase sometimes in people's process where that seems like a separate 
thing. What do you mean? Um, you know, the, the, is there two? Is there a watcher? And then there's you, oh, right? Yeah. And so that's not the case. There aren't two of you, <laughs> but the experience of the watcher, and then being aware of that, kind of reconciles it back into something in unity. But it can be scary if you think that there's like you're floating or something. Okay, can we go? Can we go back to the unity part, just so I can make sure I understand what you just said? Well, when you're having any experience, right? You 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 continue to bring that into awareness. The awareness consolidates all of that into some into unity. Okay. Right, and so you might experience, you know, in your mind that an experience of the watcher or the witness, but you can also bring that into awareness. It was weird because it didn't seem unusual to me. It just seemed like an experience that I was having and it was, it was fine. It was kind of fun. Yeah, actually. that's right. Cause you see, cause the awareness part of you knows that it's happening. So that's, that's it. Hmm. And uh, I, I want to assure everyone you're drinking tea and I'm drinking water and we're having this conversation fully straightforward and i don't know it just it just happened and it was interesting that you you mentioned that experience and i thought okay but you know the thing that makes me sad is when people say i can't meditate i've tried and i just can't and believe me i don't i don't always i'm not always successful i have to literally and i know this is not the right approach but fight with myself sometimes to like Please meditate. I have to beg myself, please meditate. You know, you're going to be better if you do. And then I, my mind starts to wander and then I'm like, no, please. So I really beg myself to meditate and I'm always happy that I do. And when I talk to a lot of people, I'll say, do you meditate? And they'll say, oh, I can't meditate. And I, I, I understand. I know you think you can't. And it's not easy for a lot of people, but I wish everyone would at least try. It's not, it's not a command. It's a wish. I'm wishing. Yeah, and that's always a that's a dilemma, right? Because yeah, unless you know how to meditate, too, mm -hmm. and people spend a lot of time doing things that um, may not be helpful. So, what does it mean to meditate? I wish there was a better word we could use. Yeah. Like, do you know yourself? <laughs> because meditation is about knowing yourself. Are you connected? to your deepest truth um these are really the questions oh, wait, wait, wait. What, how is meditation like do you know yourself oh, what does it what do you mean you're saying like you ask someone do you meditate well i can't meditate right you know and whether you can meditate or not you know that's 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 just an opinion there's in in a weird way if you know you can't meditate, you're already aware and you just don't know it. Good one. <laughs> but it's not the meditation. Meditation is a tool to know yourself. And so it's like, do you want to know yourself? Do you want to connect to your core? Do you want to connect to your essence? If, if you do, then meditation is a, a way, a tool to do that. But one of the problems by saying, do you meditate or you have to meditate or you should meditate, it just becomes another thing.
Right. I never tell anyone you should or you have to, except myself. I tell myself. Yeah, but it's like I can't meditate. It's like, well, what is it actually that you can't do, right? And 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 that word meditate is too general of a term. So mm. it's it's too bad if people think that. But if there's an interest, uh, or or if you had glimpses before of what it means to go a little bit deeper then maybe that would be a motivation for people to try something different. And whether it's meditation or yoga or just, you know, just like just stop talking and go for a walk. I mean, I don't, you know, what what people do to connect to that um, could be a lot of different things. Well, for me, meditation is an escape. You quiet your monkey mind and it helps you come across other thoughts that you didn't necessarily know were there or can help bring peace and just quiet your mind because from the conversation that's going on. But escape from escape from what? I mean, it's all those thoughts that you can't stop in your mind. Right. And that, and it looks like that, but it's actually just a return to who you are in the first place. And I have to say that is one of the, my favorite concepts that I've learned from this whole past year of these conversations is, is that the joy, I'll, I can remember the moment you first said that and the, it first clicked with me that the joy is always there. We just cover it up. Yeah. That was life-changing for me. And, and then we've talked about other, the, the happiness is there and, and the peace is there and the calm is there. And that's you, that's how you were born. All these other things were learned or piled on, on top of you. And that was life-changing for me. Yeah. A, re- a return, right? So it's right. a different, it's a different dynamic than an escape. It's like an acceptance of what is and returning to the truth. And that's what I hope that people, more people can learn from this and, and, you know, more people in the world could learn. And, you know, this is our way to, to try to promote that. And there's a lot of good people from promoting that as well. And, you know, I always encourage people to check out Tara Brock and uh, Jack Cornfield and um, Adyashante, who I like quite a bit, and Dan Siegel. You know, these are all really good people with very approachable talks and retreats and videos and things like that. We bring them up all the time. And I like that um, Locke Kelly that we talked about the last episode. Effortless Effortless mindfulness, right. Um, Maybe season two we'll have interviews and try to get these people on. I just like the word effortless. It just sounds so flowing it's like yeah. it's, you mentioned effortless effort once i thought oh effortless effort that's that's amazing right so you know someone says they can't meditate is this it's probably the wrong question right it's like it's not can you meditate or do you meditate but it, there's got to be another way to kind of have that conversation do you know what it is no i don't know what it oh, is okay good because i'm thinking help me what you can say uh do you explore awareness <laughs> there you go there you go that's that's it that's this week's pillow do you explore awareness yes <laughs> well that's just it you know you hear the word awareness and i still hear it in other modalities and other people that i follow that talk about awareness and until we have these conversations, it's not just another word. It's a way of being. It's a way 
awareness is a way, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, awareness is a way. And it's not something you think up, it's something that you experience. And maybe we should move to a meditation, a awareness meditation. Would yes. that be um, sure. you ready to do that? Yes. There's always a shift from thoughts and words into experience. And this is one of the things that that I really appreciate about about what we're doing. It's not just a lecture. I give lectures all the time and transmit information to people. But this is not a transmitting information. It's a guide to your own discovery. It's teaching in a way, but it's you know it's it's a guiding to your own knowledge that you already have and maybe don't know. And so the question always is, how do we do that? And it may be, for some people, sound too easy, too simple. But it does start, well, you know how it starts, Lisa? At the beginning, ha, ha, ha. with a breath, with your breath, <laughs> awareness of your breath, right? Right, right. Hey. And so if you'll allow that, <laughs> Something so simple, and just sit, settle in your chair and let the body relax. And let the mind relax. And then you'll notice, you will become aware that you're breathing. And so it's a shift from thinking and talking and or listening now. There's something about the difference between breathing unconsciously like you've been doing all day and this paying attention in a special way to the present moment. In the present moment, we're breathing. And so what was unconscious becomes conscious. And so we then become aware of it. Which also might seem obvious at one level, 
but we take this same awareness, right, and you can be aware of your whole body. And so what was unconscious, you know, your body from head to toe, which really wasn't in your awareness before now, you're aware that you have a body. With all of its bus muscles and bones and organs and etc. And then up in the head, you have your brain. And so what was unconscious is now becoming conscious. And so we became conscious of the breath. We became conscious of the body. And now we can become conscious of the brain producing thoughts and integrating experiences and, you know, producing emotions and difficult memories and wonderful memories, taking in information about people's opinions of the future, and so all this is happening unconsciously and we're just, you know, reacting and fearful or skeptical or whatever we are. And now with this awareness though, it's happening in the field of awareness and what was unconscious becomes conscious. The, you know, the thoughts, you know, you may have, it's not that you were unconscious, but the thoughts were just going and rambling and taking their own way. And now we're bringing thoughts and emotions into awareness. And if you can be aware of those thoughts, what part of you is aware? And if you think you know the answer, then be aware of, of that thought. Or if the whole thing seems like a thought, you can be try being aware that you are aware. And so the same awareness that you use for breath and body and mind and emotions is now becoming this deeper sense of presence that knows everything that's going on and is not affected by it.
so if you're aware of stress, the part of you that's aware of stress is not stressed. If you're aware of fear, the part of you that's aware of fear is not, is not fearful. And so we're exploring awareness using the mindfulness techniques to feel into a, this deeper sense of awareness that isn't affected by anything. And it's the same awareness that you had as a baby. And the same awareness that you have, will, will have, till the end of this physical life. And so you can you know, cultivate this place that's already there And as you keep working with this, then you maybe have this feeling that there's, there's interconnection of everyone, of all beings, maybe not just yourself, but throughout the whole universe. You know, maybe this connects you to some deeper aspects of your religion. Maybe this feels, you know, like a spiritual or connected to God or something. Whatever words you'd like to use, but it's not a belief here, it's an experience or a realization, awareness has helped us realize that there's way more to our lives than our aches and pains and our fears and regrets. We see that then as a very small part of this experience of life that's much larger, much richer. And that brings a sense of peace, you know, and a joy that's not affected by situations, a peace that's always there. You know, a sense of love or loving kindness and generosity. And just allow yourself to feel into that. And 
And the more you get to know this place, the more these things drive your interactions and your decisions and your work life, your family life. The natural, organic expressions of these innate qualities that we connect to through these exploring awareness. And yes, the brain comes up with questions and challenges and difficulties and, and all. Bring that to awareness or go back to the breath and connect to awareness of breath it's much easier you know work with that learn what that feels like then bring it back then to body thoughts and emotions and just repeat And you get familiar with this place and you take some breaths and connect to it anytime you want. And this is a another way. And the old way is still there of reactivity. And this way is a way of awareness of reactivity. And the action is response. Yes. These things are happening and I can transform everything into presence. So please practice. Don't expect quick fix. Give yourself a gift. This gifting season of patience, compassion, understanding, forgiveness.
and so close. And just take a couple of breaths. And open your eyes. Can you get too relaxed in a, in a, med I was going to say a massage and a meditation. It was like, yikes. I'm like pretty relaxed yeah, now. Yeah. You're returning to your natural state. Is that what it is? Yeah. I feel like a natural woman then, I guess. Yeah. There you go. That's that a song. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, there, there is a, a, a natural sense to what we're talking about. We never talk about that, really, the natural sense. No, we'll have to do, we'll have to talk about that next time, but yeah, yes. absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank Very you for nice. leading us in that, and thank you for one year down. Yay! How many more to go? <laughs> well, we'll have to have another anniversary on our first episode day, but this yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. hatching of the idea one yes. year now, so... That's right. It's been wonderful. And if you have an idea, and I think you mentioned to people if they wanted to reach out again, it's exploringawareness at gmail.com. We both look at that email and would love to hear from you. We know we have listeners all over the world that this is so exciting and we're grateful to you listening, whatever country you're in. And we'd love to hear about what does what we're talking about mean to you in your country. That would be exciting to hear from somebody around the world. It would be. It would be. We'd love to hear from your emails. And we also even said once, you know, if someone wants to ask a question, you know, while we're recording, we could even put you on and we could have a brief discussion with you as well. So I yeah. would but if you were interested in that, you could send us an email and we could we could talk about that and you could ask me and Lisa really hard questions too. <laughs> <laughs> And we're on Facebook if you want to check us out there, Instagram, Twitter account, and our, our web page is our webpage is exploringawareness.org. All right. Lots of ways to connect. That's what it's all about. Just very grateful for this opportunity to have these conversations and learn. I hope you have learned half as much as I have in the last year. Yes, I hope the listeners have learned a lot, too. I know I have learned a lot, and I really appreciate the opportunity to work with you and to connect to all of our listeners and keep practicing, keep trying, have some faith. Thank you so much for listening. See you soon. This podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.